Amalgamation Nation, the AM Nation. Bud, your source for gaming, sports, anime news, and so much more. As always, I am the anime watching booty knife gang reppin' John Cena's bestie, the Shack Daddy himself, Ryan Green Machine Ebner, and today is a gaming episode. Last week we gave you one, so it's kind of weird we're doing back-to-back weeks of gaming episode. I don't know, it's like a streak we're starting here, dude, kind of crazy. Um, but when we did it last week, we talked about BlizzCon was coming up that we would have a show this week going over all the BlizzCon stuff, so we are doing that. Um, got a couple other th- cool little Nintendo things in there, too, and obviously we talk about like what we've been playing lately and stuff, but uh, before we get into all that, joining me today, he is one half of the Big J, and Big, Big J and BB show. He is Big J himself, Joey, Real Talk of Toronto. Joey, how are you, sir? Hello, hello. Doing good. Can't complain. How are you? Uh, not too bad, dude. Not too bad. You know, um, it's been like uh, not too cold, you know, out here right now. It's like 50s. Right. You know, not really that bad. You know? Oh, not bad. It was about 85 here today. Oh, shit. Shorts weather, huh? Oh, yeah. S- some would say shorts weather for where we both live. Truly. Yes. You know, some some, some would say. Um, Joey, what you been playing? What you been watching lately? Um, So, to the, the watching wise, kind of... Same as last time, not watching a whole lot. Although, I didn't. I, I lie, actually. So I f- finished the seasons of Konosuba. I started the movie, but I only got like 20 minutes in, and then I ended up just like falling asleep. Oh, you haven't gotten far so, enough then. <laughs> no. So I'm getting to Konosuba, which is just, it's great. I, that anime is hilarious. And it's actually really well done. And then the uh, the animation is great because it's like, it looks like very just like, you know, free flowing, kind of funny, mm-hmm. but like when, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name. The the girl who uses the destruction magic. Oh, uh, Mega Meme. Mega Meme, yeah. When she does her spell, it's like holy crap! This is like an actual top notch anime because it's got like, you know, big scenes like that. But uh, it's very cool. Like It's like subtle with it. It's like, oh, you don't expect much from that type of anime. And then it whips out something like that, and you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. So uh, I'm enjoying that. Um, not really watching too much else. I haven't... I don't... I mean, I just watch, like, a lot of, a lot of YouTube stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, series-wise, not nothing, really. And then on the gaming side... A uh, little bit of Overwatch still, not as much, because uh, my boy Dan's been out of town, so that's my duo partner. Mm-hmm. So uh, I haven't played a whole lot, just doing a little quick plays and competitive here and there, just to stay fresh and mm-hmm. up to date with it. Um, still playing a little bit more of Luigi's Mansion 3, going for 100%, cleaning out all the levels, collecting all the gems and everything. Um haven't really played Starfield too much. Haven't had a whole lot of time with it. Um, yeah, no, honestly, haven't been really super big into gaming, but I, I'm hoping in the next week or so to get back into it, especially with uh, Super Mario RPG coming out next week. I know. I know. We're almost there. So excited. Um, Ten days. It's fantastic. I can't wait. Um Watching wise, I think I'm a, I started watching Loki. I got like four episodes in, so I'm like an episode behind, maybe two episodes behind now. Uh, we only have one episode left before the the season ends. 
pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I really like the first season of Loki, and I'm really liking this one so far. Um, that's been really cool. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, a little bit more One Piece here and there when I when I just, you know, decide to throw it on, you know. You know like, yeah, yeah, dude, let's, let's go do some One Piece stuff. That's been pretty cool. Um, what else have I been watching? I think that's about it, really. Um, this past week was, like, just really busy for whatever reason. Like, just busy after when I get off work and shit, like, do, running around doing shit so by the time I get home. I'm like, okay, I got time to like maybe watch like one thing, maybe watch like you said, like a YouTube video or something. And then I'm like, I gotta go to bed. So um, I want to finish Loki. I got to figure out besides One Piece, I got to pick like my next, I don't know, like a series on anime. I can, I can kind of like dive into a little bit. I do want to go back in here and finish Attack on Titan because I think I only have a couple of things left to watch, including the part two of the, the, the series finale that just came out. Uh, so that's officially come to an end. So I'd like to do that. I'd like to finish Attack on Titan. Um, Playing-wise, I have not... Oh, you know what? So I've been playing a lot more... Uh, last week I talked about how I kind of took a nice little break from Marvel Snap. It's back. So I've been, play- <laughs> I've been playing that. <laughs> oh, um, I've been playing more of that, which has been pretty cool. Um... I've enjoyed that. So I just finished up. We just finished up this uh, most recent season, which was the Elsa Bloodstone one, um, the spooky season, right? Got a cool blade variant out of that pass and a go, uh, ghost rider variant out of that pass. That was really, really cool. Um, this one, which just came out today is called higher, further and faster. That's uh miss Marvel is the new card for the season pass uh, with a little bit of a focus on specter and, uh, Captain Marvel as well, which is cool. I like when Marvel Snap is able to do cool shit like this where they uh, get to align with the movies coming out, which is really cool So because uh, the Marvels comes out this weekend. Um, so that'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't think I have the time to go see that movie right this opening weekend. I, I Apparently not a lot of people are. I heard it's, it's the tracking towards really bad numbers. Um, yeah. But like, their, uh, their final trailer came out. It was honestly pretty cool. It was actually I was I was pretty excited about. It. I like I said I just I don't think I'll have the time to go see it. I don't know. Maybe like maybe if Sunday ends up being weird, I'll just go. I don't know. Um, but I know I think David's going this weekend, so maybe I'll I'll ask him how it was. But yeah, playing a lot of Marvel Snap lately. Uh, enjoying that. Jumping back in, making some new decks. Um, I think I mentioned the last time I was really into Marvel Snap, like a couple months ago. The game's in a good spot where, like, the meta is kind of like you could just do anything for the most part. There's a lot of cards you can just kind of fit into a lot of different style of decks, whether it be a discard deck, a destroy deck. Ongoing has gotten a nice bump, which is awesome. Um, you know, on reveal decks, uh, bounce decks, so many different um, types now. And there's not, it doesn't really seem like one style of deck is getting more like is is stronger than the other so i really feel like second dinner has done a good job of like start after now we're a whole year into the game being released like really getting a good like uh, grip on how to balance things which is awesome you know i mean the, again so that's, that's, that's kind of what you want for a game so you don't have like a hearthstone problem where it's like well yeah. you didn't spend 50 dollars this season to get the meta card so you're yeah. just sol uh yeah exactly which you know i think because you know ben and a lot of the team came from herfstone like maybe they like you early on herfstone like the beginning of herfstone uh maybe that helps a lot and them like realizing okay so this is where herfstone kind of fucked it up so like how can we how can we do differently and um 
I do think they've done a pretty damn good job of it right now. So I'm enjoying that. Um, I'm really excited to test out this Miss Marvel card. I got the battle pass today when it came out, but I just haven't really been able to like sit down and design a deck with her yet. So next time we play, I'll, I'll have a little bit on that for any of the Marvel snap fans out there. But uh, that's pretty good. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I play a little bit more Spider-Man, you know, like when I ain't got shit else to do, I just like to jump around and swing around in New York and bust up a const- couple like muggers and, you know. Sorry, that th- I, uh, I don't know if it's because you, like, kind of stuttered or cut yeah. out because you said you bust up a couple cunts. Like, oh, <laughs> I must have sure. <laughs> stuttered that one through. Uh, bu- bust up a couple of muggers and, you know, other uh, crimes couple, going on. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. <laughs> like, all right, for sure. Yeah, hey, yeah, dude, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's having fun. Exactly. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I mean, we're gonna talk about Fortnite later, but like, I played I played a lot of that this weekend for the OG map um, on Saturday. So, uh, f- buddy, well, obviously, brother of the show, Duff Falcons, Danny. Danny ended up getting a new position. He's a, at our at our job. He's a supervisor now. So, shout out to him. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, it's right. real cool when your little brother gets it before you do. But like, it's cool. It's fine. It's it is what it is. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out! Shout I out hope to Carlos is listening. I hope he is. Uh, shout out! Shout out to Danny though. But he's switched, so he's off night shift now, and he'll be on. He's on afternoon shift now, right now. Like, you know, Joey, us, we we have a lot of experience with an afternoon shift um danny basically his whole adult life so far has only worked night shift you know so this week he was like trying to get his sleep schedule kind of fixed and i was telling him because he was like i don't know man and i'm like dude i don't know man listen i get it it's a little bit different you know like but i don't know man i'm like i remember liking second shift a lot that's all i just remember being like it's kind of cool dude i know a lot of people are like oh your whole day's wasted and it's like yeah but like you could do your mornings however you want you know what I mean? And like, you oh, yeah. still get a weekend. I, so I, like, felt, I felt like we lost no days because yeah. we didn't start till two. Yeah. Get up at a, like 10. You have four hours to do whatever you want. Right. Seriously, people, man, they just don't get it. Anywho's, he uh, wanted to stay up all day Saturday when he got off, got home from work in the morning, Saturday morning, because he wanted to like get his sleep schedule right before Monday. So I was like, you try and try and play some Fortnite, dude, or what? So like we jumped in OG. Played some quads, got some dubs there, played some trios, got some dubs there. And then eventually we did like the last few hours, we played duos together and we got we got a lot of dubs for that, too. So that was really fun. Um, I'll share a little bit of my thoughts on that a little bit later on Fortnite OG. But overall, pretty, pretty cool. Now, as I mentioned, we're going to talk a lot of BlizzCon. So before we do that, let me just tell you where to find the show. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff at AMNationPod. Hit the follow button on all those. Listen on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Amalgamation Nation. Make sure you give it a good old five-star review. We appreciate that. And then share it with your friends and everybody. We appreciate that as well. Twitch.tv slash UndeadBlackBull is where you find David. Make sure you give him a follow and a sub. And if you have Amazon Prime. You get a free Twitch gaming sub a month, so give it to Undead Black Bull. And of course, Epic Games creator code Fortnite OG is out right now. Rocket League is teasing a bunch of cool collabs as well. Uh, so if you want to make sure you want to help support the show at no extra cost to use, use that uh, content creator code AMNationPod, and it helps support us, and we appreciate that as well. All right. BlizzCon 2023. I completely forgot that they hadn't had an in-person BlizzCon since 2019 kind of forgot about that because of you know pandemic and everything else so this is really cool 
Um, it, you felt the energy right away when Mike came out. Um, it was awesome. And I think there was a couple of moments where he got, almost got choked up, like talking about the Blizzard teams. And honestly, it was just really cool. It was a really, really cool opening for them. And they also brought out a special friend, and that is the Xbox, the main guy, Papa Phil, the Thrill Spencer. Um, really cool for Phil to be there. Um, and just also felt really surreal. As like an Xbox fan, you're just like, this is crazy. Like, what is yeah, going now, on? Now you know it's official. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You hear about it, but now you're actually starting to see it. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, and it got you hyped up for uh, BlizzCon. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, when you get these things in person, I know, like, uh, you know, during the pandemic and, like, even coming out of it, we're like, I don't know, man, you do a lot of these things digital. It's, like, fine. I don't know. Yeah, that is fine and all. But, like, some of these big events like BlizzCon, like, you know, uh, the Game Awards and the all the other Xbox events and everything else, like, it just feels really cool when there's a live audience. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and they kicked off with Overwatch, Joey. What did they announce? And what are you excited or are you like, eh? So there was a good bit for Overwatch. Um, you know, so overall excited because uh, the team that came out there, it was uh, like Aaron, Gavin, and uh, I don't necessarily know the other people, but Aaron uh, Keller is the main guy he took over from from jeff or the goat you know papa kaplan um yeah so he's the new like the lead on overwatch and a little bit of a rocky start but i think he's definitely making up for it by being very like straight up what's happening why it's happening why they're doing the things they're doing what what data they look at why they look at it that way and then when they change stuff they explain like all right we're changing it because of this reason a b and c um and then it's not like it's not like and this is all it is it's like okay it could be changed like he's very he's very good about being open and communicative with the community and uh, and just being very open about what's happening behind the doors so there's a there's a good team in overwatch it seems like uh there a lot of them got moved but found out that Aaron actually came from the wow side and there were two other ones that also came from world of warcraft so most of these guys are from wow and then there's some that are just from overwatch and i think there's one from heroes of the storm so you got a little bit of variety on the overwatch team now and uh, fun fact Aaron uh developed back in the day of uh, the original vanilla wow he developed all of Stranglethorn Valley and made all those quests. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So all the quests that uh, you got to go collect all the pages and kill all those beasts, mm -hmm. that was him. That's cool. So it was, uh, puts a little perspective of how long he's been a part of this company. Damn. And so to get into Overwatch, um, well, so they, they announced several new heroes. But there was one that was actually being able to be played by the public. I, I didn't get a chance to play him, unfortunately. But uh, we got our first Samoan. We got our first, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Mauga. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. I believe that's, I believe that's how we're, we're saying it. He's just this big, ripped dude, dual-wielding miniguns, Gatling guns, whatever you want to talk, uh, you know, call him. He's got 300 ammo. Uh, he's just this big brute. He's got one gun, 
and that uh like after a couple shots will light the target on fire and another gun that does like kind of like long range damage so he's got like short range long range and then you can use them both at the same time and just melt people but obviously the more you shoot the less accurate you are but he gives a lot of play style. I, I didn't know that he had nicknames for the guns. Yes. Yeah, Gunny, Gunny and... Cha-Cha. Yeah, Cha-Cha. Fantastic. So, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. He's got a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the cinematic that they did with him was very funny. So his, his abilities, he's got like a... It's like a Reinhardt charge, but he's unstoppable. So meaning he can't be slept, he can't be hindered, he can't be CC'd. If he's running, he's he's going. He's going wherever the hell he wants. And then you can activate the ability or click or trigger, whatever, you know, you play on or use, or if your mic, it's like F32. <laughs> and you will you jump up in the air and you slam down and it's like wrecking ball. You do an AoE and you knock everybody up and do damage. So that's pretty cool. And then his E is a little... Well, I call it an E because I play PC because Master Race. But uh, his other ability... I don't know the names of these. So, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. going to have to deal with it. Uh, his other ability is he releases like this AoE. And it gives everybody on his team reduced damage taken. And uh, I believe it's critical strikes heal him. So he's got sustain, which is very nice for a tank to have, considering he's just he's just a fatty. Like he's got no shield, no armor, he's got nothing to like protect himself with. He's just meat. He's like Roadhog. He's just out there. So having a little bit of um, healing and sustain, great to have as a tank. Mm-hmm. And then his ultimate is pretty cool. It's like a like a cage match. He like throws down this uh, like a tether. It makes uh, like a cylinder around a certain radius, and any enemies caught in there are stuck. It makes a big barrier, and so it's pretty much you either fight him, you break the barrier, or you try to stall. But there's no stalling because he gains unlimited ammo, uh, and enemies trapped lose all their mobility, like things. So like, uh, tracer cannot blink or recall. Somber can't translocate. Uh, Reaper can't shift. Like, they're, it, it pretty much makes it if you get locked in there, you're fighting to the death, and odds are you're going to die. So, this leaves really cool combos. So, you could like Bastion ult because they can't leave that radius. Um, you know, you could Tracer, Pulse Bomb in there. The, it, he's going to be a lot of combo heavy with ultimates, which is going to bring so much fun to the game. And so he looks like he's going to be a pretty good hero. Uh, It is way too early to say if he's too strong or too weak, but I think he's going to be in a good spot. And then obviously they'll tweak him, but looks great. Looks like a lot of fun. Another hero they showed off, uh, their name is Venture. And they are a... uh, you know, I mean, for those of you who care, I mean, it's whatever, but non-binary, mm-hmm. so it doesn't go by a gender. Like, that's cool. You know, whatever. Um, they are a DPS hero, which will be the first DPS in Sojourn, so the release of Overwatch 2. Um, and they are, like, kind of like a, a miner. They have, like, this big drill as a weapon that shoots these little... It's kind of like junk rat grenades, but it's more of a projectile. 
and it uh, explodes when it lands. So it kind of goes in a straight shot, does little AOE boops. Uh, one of their abilities is they run forward and the drill activates and you just, you know, you drill whoever's in front of you. And then the other ability, which is pretty cool, it's like, um, I'm sure everybody knows about Splatoon. You know, when you go in your little squid form and you go underground and you, you know, kind of go through your paint or whatever. Well, that's their other ability. They dig underground and they could go around the map and they're, they can't be targeted, but you could see where they're burrowing. And then you could charge it up and you burst out of the ground like Bugs Bunny and you knock people up and you could have them in the air and, you know, you could drill them midair, shoot them, melee them and cause like a lot of disrupt disruption. Wow, that was a hard word for me. <laughs> um, and they look like a lot of fun of, you know, you could get in, do some damage, get out. Get in, do some damage, get out, poke from long range. Like, it looks like they're going to be very versatile, which is always fun. But they kept their ultimate hidden. And they said, you know, that's going to be a, a future thing. So that's pretty cool. But uh, Venture is uh, part Canadian. They're calling it a calling them a swashbuckling archaeologist. So it should be a pretty cool hero. They also mentioned uh, another hero that I believe is codenamed uh, Space Ranger. And they are going to be, or I think it's a she. She is going to be a support character on the roster there. She's from the Mars colony, so she's, you know, a Martian, more or less. Uh, they pretty much said she's going to have a lot of, like, jumping, a lot of uh, versatility of being in the air, kind of the floaty. So kind of thinking of, like, maybe like a Farrah Mercy combo, which is always fun for the game because nobody knows how to aim and kill flyers, so why not <laughs> add another one? Uh, but they seem pretty cool there's nothing on them there was just some very early art looks like they're gonna have like a maybe a submachine gun kind of like sombra and like these little tentacles that maybe heal or damage so you know nothing on on her yet but wait and see and then they teased another tank but teased them by mentioning nothing about them only putting a little icon in the the role select so you see the new character and then you see, like, one of these funny art styles of another tank that's in between Sigma and Winston that, you know, you could only speculate what it is. But I believe they're having a season 10, a season 12. Like, every two seasons, there's going to be a new hero. So they already have four lined up on top of Aaron made sure to say that there's, like, several others that are already in the work that are being worked on play tested and will be released you know in the next couple years so right off the bat you're getting you know three uh new heroes awesome great for the game uh they already did a couple balance patches which is really good they announced a couple new maps and a new game mode mm -hmm. uh so i'm sure we've all played team fortress yes I believe it's from team fortress we're there's uh, like five capture points. You fight in the middle, and if you win, you push towards your enemy. And so like the spawns will change. You move up one, they move back one. If you capture all five, you win. Otherwise, for this, it's like if you capture 
they don't they didn't say an amount, but it, let's say you capture seven points, then you win. So say it's just back and forth, back and forth. You know, instead of a game going on for literally ever, it will end at a threshold. So that game mode seems like a lot of fun. So it's going to be like a mirrored match, right? Like the map is identical both sides, so nobody has an advantage. And it's just literally tug of war. You push me, I push you. You push me, I push you. And it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to, you know, help with like snowballs and like, it should be a pretty balanced game mode, which is what you always want in a game. So that, that looked really great. They're completely overhauling the uh, competitive system, which is desperately needed because it's so bad. It's terrible. You have no way of knowing like where you're at. Uh, like Competitive-wise, you don't know who you're playing against. You don't know what rank they are, what rank you're going to. Like You have no details. So they are getting rid of the five wins or 15 losses, which, it, you know, that that's whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to rip them too much on that, but it was, it was ass. So now they're going back to more of every game. You get an update of where are you stat-wise? Where are you in this tier? Where are you here? How far are you from going up? How far are you of going back? You know, like, if you're gold three, it's going to say, hey, you're two wins away from... Uh, goal two or your three losses away from you know goal four so it's very uh transparent of where are you going where, how how are you doing in the games they're also oh my god sorry my uh my i think i have too many tabs open on my internets <laughs> i know i hate when mine does that too <laughs> it's looked over and it's like page not responsive i'm like please uh, so, right, they are also kind of bringing back, but more updating. Uh, if you have win streaks, if you have an advantage, you can get more points. So say, all right, Ryan, you're you're gold five, and mm -hmm. you're playing in a lobby that's gold one. Mm -hmm. So you're at a disadvantage, right? You're at the bottom of gold facing the top of gold. But, it, you know, it's a balanced game. Now, say you win... Since you were in a higher ranked lobby, you're going to get way more points than the people who are already gold one. Okay. So you it will bring your your rating up a ton more for that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that way more. Right. That's how it should be. That's so much. That's so much better. Right. Yes, it, it is. Because you, you're right. That's how it should be. If you're playing against people better than you and you win, you should get rewarded yeah. for that. Yeah, absolutely. But on the flip side, if you lose to that, you shouldn't get penalized like, oh, yep, another loss for you. Down you go. It's like, well, you're four ranks out of your, you know, where you're being placed at. Right. It's not going to hurt you that bad. So that sense is very good. Um, they're also doing, um, it's it pretty much what they're calling is like player displacement, right? They're taking everybody in every different role, and you're being chucked all over the place. So, like, for me, who... Well, for us, like, for the everybody I'm playing with, we're in gold, right? We're, like, gold three, gold four, you know, hovering around there. Yeah. Now, when they do this reset, we could go into, like, plat two. Or we could go into, like, silver one. But they're going to displace you. Whatever rank you are, that's not the rank you're going to be in. They're going to throw you somewhere else. Because a lot of people... Uh, 
suffer from elo hell which means you get stuck in a rank and there's not a whole lot you can do about it you're just kind of there so this should help move a lot of those players out and get you more closer to the rank you should be at so that's going to be great they're also adding another uh level to the ranking system so you go masters grandmasters you know top 500 and now there's going to be ultimate so the people who are just not only the best of the best but the best of the best of the best will be in that ranking and then with that as well say you bought every gold weapon right you mm -hmm. play competitive most people have almost every golden weapon at this point and you get competitive points they mean literally nothing now what they're going to be doing which i hope is going to lead into something else that i will get into very shortly they're adding another tier of weapon unlocks so now you can unlock emerald weapon skins instead of Ooh. just gold so that's pretty cool and they kind of hinted at every year or every season they will add another new thing you could go towards and so so emerald so say you play you know say they release it in season 10 you you don't play season 10 i play season 10 i get an emerald weapon but you're like oh i want to play but you don't play till next season well you don't get an emerald weapon because you didn't play that season mm. so that's the reward you play the season you could get that you know that skin color right or that variant whatever you know they're you know you want to call it right which i really like so one it gives incentive for people to play every season yep two this opens up your player base really because now you could be like okay now i want borders now i want player icons now I, I want reward me for playing that season just don't give me a battle pass to be like all right here's your reward see you later right and then you have you know one or two cool skins that you could show off to be like yep i bought the battle pass but like yeah, you bought the battle pass, but you did you play the game? This way it shows, hey, I played the game. This is where I got. These are the rewards I got for playing the game. This is how much it, like, you get to show off what you've done in the game, which is awesome. You know, that's what you want. You play competitive. You're a competitive player. You want to get rewarded for that. Kind of seems like that's where they're going. Really like that. They also talked about redoing the battle pass, which I'm so excited about um they're changed so say like for me i missed season one because i am not a fan of battle passes and i kind of want to say screw you blizzard i'm not buying a battle pass for the first season so i did not purchase it so i didn't get the genji mythic skin but i you know i wanted it because it was cool and i like genji so what they're doing is in future battle passes probably not the next one but you know season nine or ten um you complete the battle pass you have the option to either collect that season's mythic hero or you could get a token and you could go buy any other mythic skin you want from past battle passes so ryan if you start playing and you're like mm -hmm. yo that that sigma mythic skin is so cool but i didn't play that season well, if you do another battle pass, you could get a token and go buy that skin. Ooh, see, I like that, though. Yeah, so now you're not just like, 
I really don't want this hero this season, right? But I missed out on the Moira skin that came out, even though she doesn't have one. But, you know, for future. And you're like, damn, I really wish I bought that one. Well, now you can. Just finish this season's battle pass, grab yourself a token, and go get the skin you want. And then they're also talking about just pretty much revamping the whole battle battle pass system, which I'm for. Like, make it better. Make it worth it. Yeah, and I think so, uh, a big thing with games when it comes to battle passes and stuff like that, um, I think it always takes time to really figure out, like, the way that that game, you know, in particular needs to do a battle pass, right? Like, um, not everybody's battle pass can look like Fortnite's battle pass, right? Like, that is unique to Fortnite and how Fortnite operates. Um, I think too many times we see uh, games not like just just try to kind of like base it off of that or like base it off of other games that are out and they're not really like going in their own way of like whatever their player base wants so overwatch taking the time and realizing like okay this isn't this isn't where it needs to be and this is what our player base wants so let's make those adjustments is really really cool oh yeah yeah it's, a, it's definitely a step, step in the right direction mm -hmm. And they said, you know, like they're they're going to constantly work and improve. So say like this doesn't work, they're they're going to work on the next thing. Or like people are like, I like this, but I don't like that. Like they're they're taking feedback very well right now, and that that is awesome. But they're this this BlizzCon, but the Overwatch team specifically because that's the one I mainly paid attention to because that's the game I'm really into. Mm -hmm. Um, it seems like this is the Blizzard I remember. This is the Blizzard where. Hey, we hear you complaining about that, so we're doing something about it. Instead of going, well, we already got your money. Fuck you. Like right. I don't care. They're they're taking it and they're going. Yeah, we're making money on it, but there's a lot of unhappy people. We're losing a lot of player base because of it. Like, sure, money's one thing, but if we don't have player retention and like a happy player base, it's not worth it. That's not good for the longevity of the game. So they're taking steps back on several things and going, what do people want and how can we give that to them? And, but, you know, they don't give us, you know, our fucking story mode that they said they were going to give us for Overwatch. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. I'm hoping Papa Phil will be like, yo, just, just make it happen. Just do it. You know, but mm -hmm. that, that, that's a different, that's a different podcast. Uh, so yeah, like I said, they're, they they seem like they're they're becoming old Blizzard again, and that that gives, that makes my heart a little happy. I'm still nervous. I'm still keeping it at arm's length until I see what's actually going to happen, and see how much influence Microsoft's going to have, and how much freedom Blizzard's going to have type deal, and kind of see where where the you know where everything falls. Right. And then they also are adding a new three player co op mode. Which Ooh. is pretty cool. So it's like a, a tower defense game. So Ooh. say you want to be Reinhardt, I'll be Kiriko, and Dan's going to be uh, Soldier 76, right? Mm. So we all kind of have to work together, but separately to defend three different towers. Now, you're, you're playing against, like, uh, like in the practice rangers, the little robots, and those are what's coming to attack you nonstop. It's like a zombies mode for mm -hmm. Overwatch. But you have, like, objectives. So, but like, say you get enough points, you could go to a terminal and you could spend those points. So say you're like, wow, there's a big wave coming. You could call it an airstrike and drop an airstrike down. Or you're like, oh, everybody's kind of injured. 
are uh, are supports too far away and kind of wrapped up, you could go and buy a health pack, and you could like you know you could spend the points you get to help your team. Uh, so that mode looked really cool. There's going to be a leaderboards for it. Uh, there's going to be um, just a lot of stuff with that, and it's it's pretty much not single player, but it's non PVP. So say you're just having crap games or like, you know, say you're not interested in the PVP part. You just want to play against bots, but you want to play with your friends. Mm -hmm. Here you go. Here's a tower defense zombies mode. And that's awesome. So that's mm -hmm. really cool. That's something kind of out of left field, but like very cool. Uh, the hero masteries adding more heroes. Uh, it's getting a bigger, like more of uh, in-depth leaderboards. Uh, they're doing a whole lot more with that, so that's also very cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, what else? So the new game mode is called Clash, and the new map is called Hanakoa? Hanakoa? I, I don't know. I'm terrible for uh, name pronunciation, but it's part of uh, Hanamura. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you remember that from Overwatch 1. But that Love was a, it. One of my favorite two, maps. Two maps. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. but the uh the game mode was ass yes it was so what they mentioned which i'm very happy to hear is that they're taking those old 2cp maps or i think they were called assault maps but 2cp maps um and they're taking them and they're bringing them back but they're changing them so this map is hanamura but it's in a different part of it so it's cool in certain spawn rooms, you see old Hanamura. So like you see point one, you see point two, you see like the overlook. So you still see the map in the background, but you're playing on the side of it, which is awesome. You're just playing in a different part of the map, but you're, you know, you're paying tribute to where you came from. So the old Overwatch 1 veterans could be like, hey, that's cool. That map was mm -hmm. awesome. And so this is just kind of it like expanded, which is very cool. Um, oh, here we go. So season eight is going to be the tank hero. Uh, uh, oh my God. Mag Magua. I'm a butcher and everything. Uh, season 10 will be venture who will be the DPS. And then season 12 will be code name space ranger, which will be the support. So, you know, we're coming up to every two seasons. We're getting a hero on top of the in between. We will get new game mode slash maps so for overwatch players looking pretty good looking like we're going to be eating pretty well and that makes me pretty excited for the future of overwatch and i i believe that is it for the overwatch news so overall i'm happy with it i'm excited with it and i look forward to what they will be doing in the next couple months to uh you know this following year now i have a question for you joey Okay. Yeah. So currently, right, my Xbox Series X has a better connection usually than my PC does, right? When it comes to playing these games. So my question is, if I'm on Xbox, am I able to play with PC people? Yeah, yeah, you have to enable crossplay. Now, but is that crossplay only for like quick play? Um that I don't know. Okay. I think you could do it in competitive. Okay. Because now I'm going to have to look into this because I'm just letting everybody know. This got me pretty hyped up for Overwatch, dude. Yes. I Now, I will say, this is not really to bash on console players, but kind of. 
the ranking from PC to console is not comparative. Right, right, so right. Say, yes. So say you're gold one and I'm gold one. We are not the same level of gold. Mm-hmm. We are not the same player. You realistically on the PC could be like silver five. Right, 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 right. Or if, you know, like for me, like if I were to go play console, I could be GM one, but on PC, I'm really plat three, you know? So it's like, you got to take that in consideration too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, you do have that option to be uh cross play. Hmm. Yes. It, uh, it's been a long time, quite, quite a long time, but this would be pretty cool. This all sounds really awesome for overwatch. I think, you know, uh, when overwatch two got launched, it was just really rough. It was a lot of rough patches, you know, and, um, I was uh, excited to get an, a comparative of from your perspective because you obviously come from Overwatch 1 and we played from, you know, launch until Overwatch 2, essentially. And then getting Mike's perspective as somebody that's new, but only two-thirds of the show showed up today. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but... <laughs> but I was too busy drawing. Yeah, you know what I mean? I want to call them out. Draw, me, draw, me, draw us a logo, you know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Right. Um, love you, Mike. It's okay. Uh, but I think this is really awesome for Overwatch. I'm really, really excited. I know, like I said, there's a lot of ups and downs through Overwatch 2's launch. Um, but this sounds like they're doing really good things. Now let's just see how it's all executed. Um, but this sounds sounds really good uh, to get people excited for Overwatch 2. Now, BlizzCon, of course, had other things as well. Also, I do want to point out the fact that as I watched the new hair, the new character they showed, you know, the tr- for Mauga, and I was like, oh, dude, he's Maui, so it's definitely the Rock from Moana. Like that's cool. I'm into that. Right. Yeah. And then I saw, and I'm like, and now if, uh, in my head as I watch this, I'm like, I swear to God, dude, if they don't have a "You're Welcome" voice line, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. All right, because they have the opportunity, and sure as shit, dude. Like five minutes later, somebody posts it, and it's him going, "You're welcome," and I'm like, oh, dude, that's all I wanted. That's so great. Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, uh, do you know they're going to get the, the memes in there? Yes. It's fantastic. Um, so this is really interesting. I, I was reading a bunch of people's uh, uh, reviews of playing him early on in beta this past weekend. And, like, their thoughts on it is actually, like, w- he's way more complex than it maybe has seemed. Uh, in the, it just seemed like in the trailer, right? People were like, oh, he's just some big tank. Just like, you know, just shooting blah, blah, blah. But like a lot of his abilities are, you have to time them correctly. You, it's all about strategizing with your other characters and stuff. There's actually way more to it, which is really cool. Um, so I'm very, very excited to see how he does. Um, this is pretty dope. Now moving along with it, they showed off, which one game that I think a lot of people were probably really excited to see because it was, I was very interested after, the great launch of Diablo four, but then kind of like it slowed down dramatically after that, as these seasons have gone on. Um, so Rod Ferguson came out and they talked about Diablo four and, um, showed off some really cool things. But another thing they announced to get you excited is that the first expansion for Diablo four is coming late 2024 called vessel of hatred. Um, pretty cool, dude. I, I just, I'm really excited to see what they continue to do with Diablo, but like, when you talk about a game that had so much like momentum when it came out and then it just kind of like all the air came out of it really fast. Yep. It did good up until their first patch. And then it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, this is the opposite of what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, but a cool, cool, you know, new expansion. There we go. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yep. 
bring back uh, Mephisto, and then there is uh, going to be a new class. Yes, indeed. So probably a... I hope they bring back a Paladin. Like, the Crusader I get, but, like, I want a Paladin. That'd be really cool. Uh, it would be really cool. It'll also, yeah, it's taking place in Diablo 2 region, uh, Nahantu. Uh, and that's really, really cool. Uh, I, like you said, it's going to do a lot with uh, the fate of Mephisto and what his plans are for Sanctuary. Very, very free. And it's a brand new, never before seen class coming to Diablo 4. Never before seen. Wonder what this will be. Very, very intriguing. No, not a paladin, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, um, I'm excited that, like, I mean, I think this is really interesting. Um, if, as we get closer, obviously it's late 2024 right now, it's where it's windowed at. Um, as we get closer and we get more information on it and we see, like, more, like, a trailer and everything, like, I'm really interested to see what that story is because, ultimately, I enjoyed the hell out of that Diablo 4 campaign. Like, I liked it. I had a good time playing it. It was fun. Um... And I would love to get more of that story in Sanctuary. It's just, you gotta do something to get me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I will say, the new season uh, mm -hmm. seems pretty awesome. So, I unfortunately did not finish the story because I burnt out of Diablo. But the you. wife and I have been, we played over this weekend. And we're, like, going through the campaign. One, the campaign is fucking awesome. Like, it's great. But you have to beat the campaign to make a new season character. But from what I read on the season, it looks like it's a lot of fun. It takes uh, place with a lot of vampires. So, and it, they kind of reworked a lot of stuff. And from what I hear, this season is pretty good so far. Ooh, I actually have like four people right now that are playing diablo 4 so it's got to be pretty good Ooh, very nice very nice there you go check it out diablo 4 um then we get uh herfstone so herfstone's new ma uh, major expansion is called showdown in the badlands that comes out uh in next week a week from today on november 14th um it's gonna feature the game's first neutral hero card um it takes place in azeroth's wild west this new expansion has a western spin but also serve as an origin story for hearthstone's reno jackson and elise starseeker uh the two must work together to save the badlands from a nefarious mining operation now with that um we also learned about ketchup packs not ketchup like the the condiment catch up like to catch up to where everybody's at a new type of pack where players can get up to 50 cards from a single pack to help grow their collection faster these cards in the packs are all from the last two years of hearthstone players will see catch-up packs when they log into hearthstone catch-up packs will be included as well in pre-purchase bundles for show showdown in the badlands joey i think then too right for like battlegrounds they're doing a cool team thing i sent you like are we gonna reinstall and like update uh hearthstone joey are we doing this are we just like now what are we doing here uh so here's the fun fact uh so even though i didn't mention it uh -huh. i don't know but uh i play battlegrounds all, almost every <laughs> day if not daily so oh, way yes. ahead of you so. still downloaded and always updated even on my phone <laughs> actually i play with my brother a lot we play battlegrounds quite a bit i think uh because I have more space on my iPad now, I think I'm gonna update and install it back into my iPad. Because I like Hearthstone, dude. Definitely worth it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Good, good, good. I'm gonna check that out. So yeah, new Hearthstone expansion next week, Joey. All right. Nice. Yeah. Doesn't interest me, but definitely yeah. interested in Battlegrounds. 
Um, speaking of Diablo earlier, they also announced a Diablo tabletop RPG. Uh, Blizzard and Glass Cannon Unplugged and Genuine Entertainment announced a tabletop role-playing game adaption of Diablo. The core book will launch in fall of 2024, and the game will launch via pre-order campaign on Kickstarter. Uh, Kickstarter. Uh, Diablo 4 is the main inspiration for uh, TTRPG, and it will further explore the overworld and underworld of Sanctuary, embarking on adventures above and below with fan-favorite mechanics torn straight from the screen. Cool. Cool. Kick-ass. Yeah, awesome. Kick-ass. Um, they also, uh, we mentioned last week, but it is now out. Uh, Warcraft Rumble is out now on mobile. Uh, also, Hearthstone turned 10 years old, Joey. That's weird. I feel old. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel real, real old. Um, but Warcraft Rumble's out now. It's really cool. If, uh, it's on Android and Apple uh, mobile devices. I like it. I've played a little bit of it. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think I'm out of the first uh, area yet. Uh, Elwyn Forest, I'm not out of there yet. But I was sitting in uh, bed the other day playing it, enjoying it. I'm like, this is actually really fun. Like, I could probably I could probably fuck around with this. Um, I did think I told myself that I would also just install it on my iPad as well, just to like bigger screen and just like you know it's a more enjoyable experience obviously than my and honestly than my iphone so um if you haven't tried out warcraft rumble yet totally should i actually uh i actually do recommend it it's pretty cool all right i'll, I'll check it out then thanks Ooh. for the recommendation ah you're welcome and then the biggest news probably for most people the biggest news to come out of blizzcon so we get a new cinematic showing Anduin, and like, boy, oh boy, has he gone through some shit. <laughs> okay, he looks yeah, looks fucking rough. Pussy boy. Yeah, he's, he's looking not doing good. His hair's cut. You know what I mean? Looking, looking just a mess, a hot mess. Um, but World of Warcraft announced the next three expansions will be known as the World Soul saga uh the first will be is called the war within which is scheduled for next year 2024 um midnight and the last titan are the names of the other two expansions now with this and and what what is to come of the war within it's it's very interesting um the expansion introduces a new subter a subterranean continent called kaz algar um that's gonna be really really cool um a lot of huge changes it seems like to uh hero talents uh moving moving forward in uh with this new expansion coming out um i was just like super surprised that they announced three like that they have a plan for all three of these expansions um i also think it's cool that they're not doing anything really this year when it comes to expansions i mean they'll have their updates and stuff but um I love that we we get to wait till next year to get this first uh, expansion of the, the the new whatever you want to call it I guess like the new era new saga obviously is what being called the World Soul Saga of World of Warcraft. Um, we're gonna get a new allied race, the Earthen. Uh, they join both the Horde and the Alliance, um, which is really really cool. Um, some of the new features, uh, the expansion introduces Delves, a new evergreen activity where players join the Dragon Scale Expedition in search of treasure, offering seasonal rewards and integration into the Great Vault system. It also brings hero talents, providing three talent trees for each class from 71 to 80 alongside the existing system. 
Um, the expansion's narrative revolves around Thrall and Anduin uh, facing an impending darkness with a mysterious figure, the Harbinger, revealed as... I can't pronounce his name, but Zal Atha, 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 you know what I mean? Uh, Mike's yelling at me right now, Perfect. whatever, dude. Fucking nerd. Uh, uh, he's not here. Yeah, Nerubians to enact the... Uh, who seek to form an alliance with the Nerubians to enact the mas- uh, machination of the Void. Prominent characters such as Anduin, Thrall, Magni, and Alaria Windrunner will play significant roles in the story. Joey, where are you at, dude, with this? The World Soul Saga. Are you uh, in? Are you like, this is cool? Or are you like, I don't know what the fuck is going on? So this is the first saga that they're ever doing. So because yes. everything was just kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. but kind of tying into one another but like barely like mm-hmm. not really uh i like the idea because this is kind of how you should do expansions is do a chunk do a chunk and then finish it you know you mm-hmm. got your start middle end um i think this one gives them more opportunity to change a lot more throughout the story um it gives them a better chance to st- tell an actual story over time instead of being like all right here's a ton of story in one year expansion this is like now you have you could spread it out you could give it time to like develop and grow and like uh you know actually become something instead of just being like all right let's get this expansion done Mm -hmm. let me get to end game even though that's more or less probably what it would be but you know it's gonna hopefully mix it up um not gonna lie, I am pretty, pretty excited. I, I'm feeling the hype. I feel mm-hmm. it, Mr. Krabs. Ooh. Uh, mainly because uh, I have a little theory. It's not really just mine because I think I read it somewhere else as well because other people are thinking about it. Uh, World of Warcraft is due for a reset. Yes, as it is. in, we, Azeroth needs to just, we need to be done with it. We need to go to square one. WoW was a little too big at the moment, and I think they're kind of seeing that too. So, so the the way things are working from that cinematic, it, so I, I'm going to be a little. Let's get nerdy, dude. Not really. Let's get yeah, fucking nerdy, nerdy, dude. Um, Thrall, since Thrall hasn't been around for I don't even fucking know when since like classic. No, I mean he he jumps in here and there, but, uh. He's like, yeah, I don't know who's talking to me. Bitch, it's Azeroth, okay? It's it's the world soul. <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. It's like, yeah, the sword, it was aiming at someone. I don't know who, bitch. It was the world soul in the middle of the earth. Or the, the Azeroth. Like, come on. We, we dealt with Sargeras. We, we we know how things work. Um, our, and, um, oh my god. Ar- uh, blanket. Argumon? They're gonna, that's Digimon. But whatever. Yeah, Argumon? Agumon, you know when we fought Agumon, <laughs> the, the other world soul, like, um, yeah. So that that's what you're fighting, right? So the mm-hmm. war within is, you know, Azeroth trying to figure itself out. Midnight's gonna probably be when the Void Lords come out because they oh, yeah. gotta show up eventually. Yeah. And then the last Titan, I think, is when Azeroth actually becomes alive, and that's when we gotta fight, you know, Azeroth. We gotta fight, you know, the last Titan. You know, that's that's going to be the big battle. And I think after we defeat it or we don't defeat it, which I'm kind of hoping we don't. I hope this is one that actually we lose to 
because that'll be a first and i want to be like expelled from the planet right like you get banished you get swallowed up by the void and you get tossed somewhere else out in space and you have to literally restart i would love for them to you keep everything right but like your gear your character everything you start at level one and all the gear you have is now starter gear it's item level one it's worth nothing you have scraps you're you're down to nothing again right you're a new adventurer and you just you straight up got your ass beat you lost all your power you lost all your abilities you lost who you were and i would love for this for this saga to lead up to a full refresh of world of warcraft and i think that's going to give the game so much more life so that part i'm really excited about but in the meantime i'm looking forward to what they're going to do with the story and uh kind of how they're going to introduce the void lords that's what i'm looking forward to there is one thing good and when and when's kind of a bitch like dude just grow the fuck up like i get you're a priest but like become a paladin and like just just grow up man he said just become a paladin already (laughs) you're you're the fucking king of stormwind and you're over here crying in front of a sword like no 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 man up get the fuck home pull your bootstraps up and become a fucking leader dude like you just ran from his problems. Like I get you've been through a lot, but so has everybody else. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm for the alliance, don't get me wrong, but like, damn, you are not your dad. I wish Varian was still around. That dude was a badass. I think um right, but that that's the nerdy talk there. No, yeah, but I, I mean I, I think that what what Blizzard does so well when it comes to World of Warcraft is they just know how to sell you on something, dude. You know what I mean? They just know how to hype your ass up and get you ready for something. You're like, ooh, shit. Uh, when a cinematic's coming, you just know it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. And um, one of the biggest things for me with this is, like, this is really, really cool. Like, I think, you know, anything that further expands the story and in a way that, like you said, is connected, where it feels more uh, more cohesive than everything else does. Like, right now with World of Warcraft, yes, I can go back through the original Warcraft story to understand what happens with the Lich King. And then when the Lich King, Wrath of the Lich King expansion comes out, I start to understand it more. And then if you go back and you read like these 20 books, maybe you're going to pick up a little bit something that leads you into, uh, you know, the Pandaria, this, that, and Draenor, and like Illidan, and like so many things. (laughs) But it's still, like you said, like, yeah, it's like kind of connected, but like at the same time, they've never really done like this. Um, this is really cool. This being a full saga where, like you said, you have a beginning, you have a middle and you have an end and you know that this is the, this is the direction we're going to go and it's all going to be connected. So it almost feels like you have to play each expansion, right? Like to, to be, it just, it makes the expansions feel way more important. Um, I guess you could say, right? Where like, yeah, it makes it have a little more weight. Yeah, exactly. And it makes you as a if you're a Warcraft fan or you love the lore and all this stuff, it like makes you feel like, oh, there's like a reason why I'm doing this. This is really cool. And um, I'm really interested in what the story is going to be and how they get how they execute it. I think you're 100 percent right that like this should lead to the end of Azeroth as we know it. It should end 
and give you a fresh reset. Sometimes those things are for the best, right? Like um, on the flip side, right? With everything with the MCU right now, with Marvel, right? Like everybody's kind of begging for a reset because it just feels like you got so oversaturated that you're like, okay, dude, I need a break. I need like a quick, like, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the ground up, you know? And I think World of Warcraft, after going on for as long as it has, would really benefit from that. Um, I think also Wait, it's a story that's twenty years. Like that's yeah. you're you're overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So like a fresh reset would be so cool. And you know, you know, to maybe to Mike's point, uh, you know, Mike's thoughts of, you know, this game is eventually going to end up on console, which, you know, again, it wouldn't surprise me anymore. But like, if you were to do a fresh reset, that does make it easier, I think. Right. I do think that makes it way easier to like initiate some type of console like cross or, you know, it's it's a version of the of the game on the console or whatever the hell that eventually, you know, happens with this. Um, it also, too, when you do a fresh reset like that, as you mentioned, it, it reinvigorates the player base. And it also like what's going to do in that sense is it's going to create a, a opportunity for brand new world of warcraft players to get in and not feel um i don't want to say overwhelmed because i don't know if it's necessary i mean i guess it is i guess when you when you when you definitely yeah i'm a veteran world world of warcraft player and i feel overwhelmed sometimes like in Dragonflight, that's why i haven't been playing there's so much to do that i'm like i i don't know i'm so far behind i don't feel like trying to catch up yeah exactly so like i just gave up you know, a fresh reset helps everybody and new players alike just to come in and be like, all right, we're all in the same playing field, dude. We're all locked here from the, like you said, level one shit ass gear. Let's begin. And I, I think that would be so cool if that's the direction they go. Um, that's probably why they won't go that direction. And it'll be so shitty, <laughs> but it would be so cool if they did do that. I, I'd be very, very excited. Um, yeah. Now, with BlizzCon coming to an end like and everything that we saw over the weekend, um, one of the biggest things I, I take away from this is that, and, and also, uh, Mike Ybarra talked to different media outlets afterwards and, like, you know, with Phil, Phil Spencer being there and, like, what they look for, what Blizzard is looking at. Like, this is the first time in how long that it just got to be Blizzard. Not Activision Blizzard, just Blizzard. And I know you kind of mentioned it a little bit when you're talking about Overwatch and you're talking about like it feels like we're going in this direction where Blizzard will get to be like its own thing again. Right. Like they don't have to answer to Activision and they just get to kind of do whatever it is they want to do, Um, you know, and Xbox has been really good about that with the studios that they've acquired of just like kind of like letting them do their thing. You know, like what do you want to develop? Like, what do you want to make? And I think as somebody, you know, that enjoys a lot of the Blizzard products from over the years, this feels probably the best you've probably could have felt about Blizzard's direction in a long time, I think. Um, And that was a really cool takeaway from this is that it just feels like they're going to be able to go into this next, next step, next generation of Blizzard and give the fans, hopefully, stuff that they really look forward to, whether that is, you know, now a really in-depth uh, story and saga from World of Warcraft, um, 
you know, do we get some games dusted off from the Blizzard shelves? Does StarCraft eventually come to some type of game, whether it's even if it's not the same game that it was before, maybe it's something new in the Star StarCraft universe that we get to learn about, right? Um, and whatever else that the Blizzard's team get to work on, I just think it's just so refreshing compared to what we've seen where they had the Activision thumb under them, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they have more freedom to, you know, like you said, bring back games that people love and then, you know, do do right by it. Now, another thing that they announced where I'm like, oh, and I, I really want to know your thoughts here because so World of Warcraft with the next expansion, War Within, um, is the first time ever Blizzard will provide players who pay more the ability to play the expansion early. Um, the standard version uh, slated to arrive next fall costs 50 bucks. A heroic edition uh, upgrade, which includes more trade tender currency to use in game, a transmog set, a unique mount, that's $70. Now, $90 gets you the epic edition, which includes everything from the other editions and additionally includes a unique pet, a unique toy, Hearthstone effect, 30 game days of game time, guaranteed beta access, and critically which has gotten a lot of different feedback three days of early access to the expansion. Um, that last bit's kind of really, if you've been keeping track online, it's kind of like, and on the Reddit and stuff, like it's, it's really divided the community a little bit here. Um, now this isn't uncommon in like other games, right? Like I, d I do want that to be, uh, noted, right? Like it, in recent years, it's become really common. Um, it's most uncommon though, for community focused MMOs, um, where the act of playing is like usually like that's a shared experience when it drops, right? You all get to go on there together, right? Um, I do think that Final Fantasy 14 grants players early access. Um, so that that is something to keep in mind as well. Joey, where are you at on this 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 topic? Um, so I don't know, because it, it's a little. Uh, I don't even know how to say it like. Like you said, it, this isn't the first game to do it, right? They did it with Diablo 4. Uh, like, you know, Call of Duty does it. Like, everything kind of already does this type of deal. Mm -hmm. um, I think people are getting upset over nothing. Like, if you don't, you know, if that if that's a deal breaker for you, just don't buy it or wait till it releases. Like, it's it shouldn't be a make or break thing. And if it is, get the fuck over it. Like, get off your high horse right um so like for me i don't do pre-orders right fuck pre-orders fuck giving them money so obviously i'm not gonna buy any of this but now best believe probably the day it comes out i might buy the epic edition where even though it includes early access i don't give a shit about that i care about all the stuff it comes with you know um so like i said I, I i don't know i think people like the bitch just the bitch even if it says like, "Hey, you could get A, B, C, D all the way to Z for you know the same price," there's still going to be someone that goes, "Well, just shut the fuck up, okay?" Like, mm -hmm. people people are going to bitch, people are going to be upset. Like, you're not going to make anybody happy. Blizzard doesn't make any more money by doing this. There's no, there's really no difference for the three days early. Like, you're not paying more for that. That's just what's included in the Epic Edition. So, like like I said, for me, the who buys usually the Epic Editions regardless, that doesn't mean anything to me because I don't plan on playing it three days early because but I'm not going to. Why? 
you know, so like I said, if, if you were already going to buy the game and buy the Epic Edition, the three days shouldn't sway your decision. And if it does, like I said, you should probably get off your high horse or just move on to something else. Yeah. Like that shouldn't that shouldn't affect you that bad. That's kind of like, what I'm in... like, yeah, play it a month early. Like it's three days. Right. Sure. You can get a little far in, far in three days, but like realistically, what are you going to do in those three days? Yeah, I mean, sweaty nerds are definitely, like, they just want to play nonstop and don't sleep. And, like, you know, I mean, hey. Oh, man. yeah, like the, yeah. the min-maxers. Yeah, I mean, hey, shout out to y'all. Yeah, but those guys you know have I mean? no lives. They, their right. opinions don't matter. Nobody right. cares yeah. about them. Exactly. I, I, I'm i in the same boat as you, man. Like, it just didn't really, like, rub me that badly. Like, I was just like, okay. And I'm like, if I guess if I really want to play the game three days early and I want all that cool extra shit. I mean, if I wanted all that cool extra shit anyway, I was going to buy the Epic version anyway, right? So, like, Okay. That's the thing. You know, like like the, the three days early doesn't. Who cares? That doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah, and honestly, I, I don't know. Like half the time, like when you're buying that epic edition, like you're buying it for all the extra looty shit anyway. You know, so like I don't. Yeah. You're I don't know. For the mount, the toy, yeah. you're getting it for other games. Like, yeah. You know, you get Overwatch stuff, Diablo. Thirty stuff. days That's of game I time I for every game. Yeah. So yeah, you get benefits to it. Now I think too. What I was seeing is that these uh that when you pre-order this, you'll get uh Dragonflight as well. It's pretty cool. Yes. Okay. So now, like, as somebody that hasn't bought Dragonflight yet, waited to do it, waited to do it, waiting for it to go on sale, where I could feel like, yeah, you know what? I don't actually have much going on. Like, I'll do this because I've heard really good things about Dragonflight. So, um, because I did, oh, yeah, it's great. It's good. I, I did Shadowlands, and that was not that cool. <laughs> that was Shadowlands fucking booty yeah it was not good um like warlords of drain are just they shove it under the rug and move on right right yeah just move we're moving on to better things we have a saga now boys and girls that's this is more important um oh yeah so yeah the, the, whatever i mean you know he said i also looked at it the same way now joey it's not very often that we get breaking news on a podcast while we record but oh, we have breaking news from dracian schreier over at bloomberg tech Rockstar plans to announce much-anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6 as early as this week. Plans to announce you know, the game... Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, plan, Rockstar Division of Take-Two plans to announce the next highly-anticipated Grand Theft Auto game as early as this week, according to people familiar with the plans. Uh, the company plans then to then publish a trailer for Grand Theft Auto next month to celebrate Rockstar's 25th anniversary. I fucking nailed it. I said that they're going to fucking show it at the Game Awards. Let's go. And Jason Schreier, a very, uh, very, very highly noted um, uh, reviewer, publisher, uh, you know, writer. So if he's posting it, he's pretty positive it's happening. Yeah, I mean, for me, they've, they've been talking about GTA 6 since 2013, so, like, I who cares, honestly? I mean, you know, but it's going uh, to be pretty crazy when it happens. I just want everybody to know. It's going to be pretty yeah, fucking crazy. I don't know. For, for me, it's just, it, it's whatever. It's just another mm -hmm. video game. I, gotcha. I know there's people out there that, like, literally get hard over it. Yeah, I mean, primo. And who's like, we need it. We need GTA 6. Like, no, you don't. GTA 5 is fine. Like, sure, they need to go to 6, <laughs> but... I don't know. 
That's just funny to me. I actually I just watched a uh, a donkey video on GTA Six uh-huh. about literally what you just said of like so look at this I found this thing and they like so this guy says this is going to happen and then yeah. like, so this is then and, and you know and Rockstar said and and well this guy said this and the, and the, it's just like everybody just goes in circles like oh this is when they're announcing it it's it happening just, it just wants so to as happen. So soon as you dude. mentioned that it just made me think of that video of just like. Yeah, this has been announced for like the past ten years. Nobody's surprised it's coming. Yeah, just they're waiting. going to announce it eventually, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it'll be really cool. Like again, like I said, when it happens, um, like you know, a lot of people, okay, are gonna lose their shit, and that's all it's gonna get talked about for a hot minute. Um, I just, uh, I, fuck yeah, dude. I just want to see what it is. Want to see what we're doing um it's been a long time it's been like two console generations um so like let's do it uh when gta came out what we were like what 20 21 we just turned 21 i think shit dude no yeah 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 like 21 that's crazy that's oh yeah that's crazy that's like a whole decade of my life for one game that's a good game though yeah it's a good game over 180 something million copies a million units sold so pretty cool yeah. um couple things here just but before this is, this is a blizzcon video you're right you're Not right it's no gta shit yeah you're right you're right you're right a couple of side notes here uh that's you know pretty much i think that's all blizzcon right pretty good pretty cool no so they're doing uh, oh, hero ahead. talent so i don't think we went over that oh my god you're so right you're so right i thought we already yeah. did when we talked about the expansion i'm sorry oh, sir there's yes. even more oh, go wait. ahead buddy there's more so, uh, with this new expansion coming out, there mm-hmm. is going to be, they're calling it the, oh no, see it is in WoW Classic, Season of Discovery. So, mages can become healers, uh, rogues can become tanks, shamans can become tanks, and warlocks can become tanks. They're mixing up, like, they're just, WoW Classic is having a ton of stuff happen. Uh, the season of discovery, you you the new level cap is twenty five, um, and then you get a raid. The raid is completely revamped and made for that and specific uh, gear drops for that uh, section of release. And then a couple months later, you get the next section where another five ten levels, a new raid, new end game content, and they plan on doing this all the way up to like level sixty. So. Uh, that is amazing. That is awesome. That is very cool for classic players. And so Black Fathom Deeps is going to be your raid at level 25, and it's a 10-player raid. And they're adding all new bosses. They're revamping everything. It's going to be a whole new classic experience. So if you played WoW Classic, this is a new WoW Classic. This isn't the same game. It's going to be different, and it looks like it's going to be awesome. Hell. And then with it, with the uh, the saga coming out, there's going to be hero spec lists, with, like hero talent, like new tree names. Mm. So like, for example, I'm not going to go through them all because there's a lot, but for mage, because since mage is the best in my main, you could be sun fury, frost fire, or spell slinger. So you're getting rid of the generic, you know, fire, frost, arcane. And now everybody's getting revamped. I guess Hunter could be now a pure melee build. Like, uh, they're just, it just, they're 
they're doing right by the games, it seems like. So it's kind of like with Overwatch, kind of like how we were saying before, kind of seems like overall they're doing their games justice. They're doing good. And so uh, there's a lot of excitement kind of across the board in the WoW universe, being classic. And uh, did we even talk about Cataclysm? No, that was announced as well for WoW Classic. Cataclysm. Woo! Yep. Which is one of my favorite, if not my favorite expansions, so Mm -hmm. I will be playing that. I love Cataclysm. It was probably one of the most fun, like, expansions of the game. Next to Legion. I really enjoyed Legion also. Oh yeah, that's a good one. But but Deathwing is so badass. Deathwing is is cool as fuck. Oh yeah. So that, yeah, there's lot lot of WoW news, lot of BlizzCon news. Um, uh, also, we didn't mention it, but like the new login screen, bro. Oh yeah, that's like the best part. I was like, dude, this is so cool. There's no reason for me to be this excited over a login screen, but like. The fact that, like, it'll have, like, all your characters from that server and, like, showing them, like, sitting around, like, a campfire-ish thing. Oh, like, yes, yeah, so, like, that, that's your character select screen, not your yeah, login screen. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, your character select screen. Like, so cool, dude. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It looks dope. It feels like it's going to give a little bit more, like, life to your characters. Like, they're not just, you know, pixels on there. They're, like, living in an environment. That they're actually, like, it actually, like, wow, is, like, different like changing a little bit you know what i mean yeah that's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah pretty pretty dope pretty honestly pretty good blizzcon uh if that's what you're yeah. like I, I think they did a good job yeah overall not bad i was reading a reddit post saying that this was one of the worst blizzcons ever and i just i couldn't read it do they not remember the, so the diablo and... immortal one like that was the, that I was guess the bad not. one it was just someone just bitching to bitch and he's like, mm. I posted on the Blizzard forums. If you guys could go like and thumbs it up there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna not do that. Downvote you and uh, <laughs> write a comment saying you're a piece of shit. So <laughs> I did my part. Hey, I respected. I respected you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was just uh, some dude bitch, just a bitch. Yeah, I mean, just, just I hate that shit. Uh, anything else, BlizzCon, Joey? Um, other than that, it was pretty good. No, no. I think that's it it was a definitely a good blizzcon yeah one of the better ones that's for sure yeah like i said the last five years probably one of the best ones i agree i think a lot of it has to help with uh it would be you know the the fact that it was in person again i think it just like oof and then also coming off the news of microsoft purchasing active activision blizzard i think also added to it oh yeah yeah i think it gave it a little more hype but I think people were a little too ambitious saying like, yep, no, we're going to see a ton of Xbox stuff. It's like, it, it literally just happened. Like, I don't even know if we're like off a month of having yeah, that Yeah, nothing is happen. ready. Like, it literally, I think we no. talked about it on, uh, not last week, but like the epi- the gaming episode we did where we, we discussed, you know, the, the act of, you know, the closure of it and everything. And we, we mentioned how like, you know, none of the games are coming to Game Pass yet. Like Phil even said, like, no, because of all the legal hiccups, we couldn't even like it wasn't like the Blizzard, the Bethesda one where they knew that was happening. So like they were able to like get ready to do all these things. Right. This one, they weren't sure because of all the legal hiccups and stuff. So like they did not know until like the week or two before it actually like closed it closed, you know. So now all that that work begins. You know what I mean? Um 
I know Phil and the team at Xbox uh, paid a visit to Blizzard campus and um, a couple weeks ago and got to meet with a lot of the different teams and stuff, which is really cool. But like, I think you'll start to maybe, maybe start to really get a little bit of like a taste of what's going to go on with Xbox and Blizzard um, at like the Xbox showcase in June. You know what I mean? That's when you'll start to get a little bit. Yeah, middle to late of next year before you actually see the transition actually happen. Yeah. But you're not going to get anything major for at least a couple years. Yeah, 100%. Some cool news as well today. Uh, Nintendo revealed a couple of things, right? They revealed their top 10 best-selling games for the Switch of all time. Um, They also made a major announcement that Nintendo's teaming up with Sony to create a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. It is official from Nintendo's uh, official uh, Twitter. The Legend of Zelda is getting a live-action treatment. Nintendo shared the news via its official website earlier today, writing that the film will be co-financed by Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment with Nintendo veteran and the Legend of Zelda creator Shigeru Miyamoto overseeing the production alongside Marvel Studios' Avi Arad. Um, According to the press release, Nintendo has already found the Legend of Zelda director in Wes Ball. Uh, Ball's work includes the Maze Runner trilogy as well as the upcoming Planet of the Apes film, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Nintendo also stated the company will be, quote, deeply involved in the movie production with the aim to put smiles on everyone's face through through entertainment. Joey, how do you feel? Legend of Zelda, live action movie. Uh, not a fan that it's live action. Oh, you're in the same boat as David. I was super curious where you were going to go. Yeah, if they did it like the Mario movie like we were talking oh, about, wow. sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, that would be awesome. But live action, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of live action. Nothing should be live action. Unless it literally takes place in, like, real life, you know, like Call of Duty. Sure, you, you can make that live action. Cause that's or like Uncharted, Duty, right? you know, yeah. Right, you're something that's, like, reasonable. But, uh, no, I don't know. Ooh. Doesn't, you're going to have, like, some weird CGI and live action and... Uh, well, no. I'm ready for The Rock to be Ganondorf. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do I it. I don't. I don't want The <laughs> Rock. No, no. Maybe Michael Sarah will be uh, Link. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean, David actually said the same thing when we texted. He's like, uh, "I think the reason the Mario movie was so successful is because it was animated." And I'm like, you are correct yeah. in the sense of like, I think Mario, I, get, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I'm just looking at these two things a little bit differently, right? I look at Mario as like, no, that has to be animated. I don't think that has a chance to ever be live action again. I don't think it could ever succeed in live action. It didn't succeed the first time. It would never succeed that way. That game just it doesn't translate that. Now, let me. See, I think the opposite. I think you have a better chance of making Mario real life. Than that's crazy. Zelda. For real? Yeah, Legend of Zelda takes more place in a fantasy world. Mario is just a fat plumber that jumps on turtles. I, uh, like, that's I don't know, dude. Legend of Zelda's I don't know. got like magic and abilities and like, I don't like know. Okay. monsters. Let, let me let me let me give you this, okay? They did two Sonic movies that were really good. Okay? Those movies are actually really good. Video game adaptations. After they reworked them a couple times, yes. Well, they had to rework the the design of Sonic, but like those movies are pretty good. I I don't know. Like, I guess the Legend of Zelda part, like, I don't know. I feel now again, this is all going to depend on like later down the road and like when we actually see a first look at this and like what it looks like and stuff. But like, 
I don't know. Like, I guess I have more confidence in Legend of Zelda live action than other franchises of Nintendo. I don't know. I, I don't know. Now, does the hype die for you if the opening line is, my name is Link, and I'm here to save the princess? <laughs> I mean, instant. Instant. Just, uh, I mean, the, uh, someone would burn. Yeah, whatever nerd you know, boner I had. Legend of Zelda fans would... <laughs> Would yeah. burn everything to the ground. That's my thing. Like, you I don't see a pandemic. <laughs> you'll, you'll see a pandemic. <laughs> I, I'm so interested. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, this one doesn't. It's it's not. I I do agree. I think we even talked about this before when there, all the rumors are around that like they could be doing a series and stuff. And I think everybody was kind of like, oh, just animate it, dude. CG, you know, let's do let's do some type of animation for it. Like that'd be cool. Um. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, we've seen other fantasy movies. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think they could do it. Uh, I watched, I watched I Lord mean, of the they, Rings. They yeah, I don't know. That's, that's different. It's like medieval. I, 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 don't I don't know. I hope, I hope at I, one point there's like a multiverse of Link and he like, you see Toon Link for like a split second, dude. Just, just get weird. Yeah, CGI to yeah. link. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that you have to. Yeah, but if it was animated, he'd fit right in and be like, "Holy crap, that's cool!" Oh shit, Instead, it's too late. Wow, he looks fucking weird. It's like <laughs> the third eye on Doctor Strange. It's like, when did this come out? Ooh, that looked awful. Ooh, that looked really bad. Ooh. So I'm saying the live action stuff. It just don't make sense. It it doesn't fit in the world. <sighs> I don't know. I'm so interested, dude. I'm so interested in what this is gonna be, but. I honestly shout out. I think Nintendo Nintendo um to me though seems very like they're not gonna do it unless it it's exactly what they want. You know what I mean? So like they did a really good job with the Super Nintendo movie or the Super Mario movie and like what they did for that. I'm just hoping that and I think they will with Miyamoto being a part of it like the ne- the necessary love and care it comes with the legend of zelda you know what i mean right so i i i'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this one that's all i'll do I, that i'd love to see a metroid prime movie Ooh, i feel like you could do that in cool, live dude. action better yeah that'd be fucking cool dude Ooh, that'd be kick ass i'd be excited just give me just give me kirby give me nightmares oh my god meta knight like oh no all right but they also as i mentioned uh they announced the top 10 best-selling switch games of all time the switch is already now climbed past 132 million units sold uh and the game sales on the switch joey have surpassed 1.13 billion units sold oh my goodness dude um at number 10 it's super mario new super mario bros u deluxe 16.7 million units uh at number nine legend of zelda tears of the kingdom 19.5 million units uh that game released in june uh or may sorry may uh number eight super mario party that's 19.66 million units number seven pokemon scarlet and violet or pokemon crimson for some of you out there, uh, 23.23 million units at number six, Pokemon sword and shield. That's at 26 million units. Uh, sword and shield still selling better than Scarlet and Violet. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with everything that happened post launch, uh, where the game just did not run good. You know what I mean? So there you go. Number five, Super Mario Odyssey, 26.95 million units. At number four, the legend of Zelda breath of the wild, 31.1 million units. 
Uh, number three, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 32.4 million units. At number two, the 2020 AM Nation Pod Game of the Year, Animal Crossing New Horizons at 43.3 million units. And at number one, no surprise, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 57 million. What, what, what were you going to guess it was? It's a Donkey Kong country. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? When? when did that happen? Um, but it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 57 million units. Holy shit, dude. That's yeah, a lot wild. of units uh, for these games. I just love that we're in a world where Animal Crossing is the number two best-selling Switch game of all time. Good days. It is good days, indeed. Um, just a couple of uh, quick things here on Fortnite, then. Fortnite OG returned, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, this past Saturday, which happened to be when we were on. Uh, they had 44.7 million unique players, which is the most in Fortnite history. Holy shit. There was a lot of people on that game. Um, and also with the Rocket League and Fortnite co- uh, crossover coming in season five, I believe, um, Rocket League also announced Lightning McQueen is coming to Rocket League. Pretty cool, dude. That should have already happened, but this is pretty cool. Lightning McQueen, that's pretty dope. I hope we get Mater too. Hope we get Mater. Cool. Yeah, pretty, pretty oh, dope. Oh, he would be fun. He would be fun. Um, anything else, gaming, Joey? Anything else? Uh, no, I think I think that's good for this one. All right, fantastic. Hope everybody enjoyed. As always, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's at AM Nation Pod. Hit the follow button on all of those. Listen on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like and rate the show and share it. All that good stuff. We appreciate it. Twitch.tv slash Undead Black is where you find David. Make sure you give him a follow and a sub. If you do get, if you do have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch gaming sub a month. So give it to under Black Bull. And of course, with all the cool Fortnite stuff going on, Rocket League, uh, the Epic Games content creator code to help support the show is AM Nation Pod. Type that in. And I know if you're listening, you're probably like, oh my God, I just typed this in like a couple weeks ago. Well, for whatever reason, dude, it always refreshes every like week or so. So you gotta re-put it in. I have to do it all the time. So make sure you guys put that code in AM Nation Pod. Help support the show at no extra cost to you. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. We're in November. Uh and we're almost at the end of, uh, of a really good year for video games. So um, hope everybody gets to kind of work on some of the games that are on their backlog from this year and whatnot. And uh, you have a great week. Until next time, you stay breezy. Bye.